Episode 7, Apologue Podcast. Everybody, my name is Simon. I'm your host. This episode is brought to you by FetchClass.com, www.FetchClass.com. It's a learning and teaching video conferencing system as well as a scheduling system. It's really good for teachers, music teachers in particular. It's good for them to join and teach students. As well, we actually have got an affiliate program going with Amazon. So you can head over to apolog.esy.es and click on the banner. If you're from America or from Canada, there's one for each of you. You can click on the banner and bookmark it. So every time you actually make a purchase through Amazon, we get a little chunk of the change. And that is really good. And that's what keeps me gas money. So thanks a lot, everybody. Today's podcast is featuring Boys Night Out. Connor and Jeff from Boys Night Out are, are friends of mine that I met through uh, Paula Danielovich, who put us together, and it was a match made in heaven. Good guys, really mellow, really fun to travel with, very smart, and their music is out of this world. They just had a 10-year anniversary of this breakthrough album, Trainwreck, that got them a June nomination, as well as a Casby Award and bragging rights. So ladies and gentlemen, I bring to you Connor and Jeff from Boys Night Out. everybody. Welcome to the Apolog Podcast. My name is Simon Head. I'm your host. I'm in uh, sunny Hamilton, Ontario right now with two wonderful men. It's not sunny. It's sunny. No. It's nighttime. Oh, <sighs> theater of the mind is busted. I'm joined by Connor and Jeff of, uh, are we going to say Boys Night Out? Sure. sure. That's, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a okay. thing that it's happened. Okay. Yeah. Never broke up, right? No. No, not really. Just kept it no, consistent. Just... Yeah. Um, so let's start from the beginning because this is this is all about the beginnings. Uh, and congratulations to your new being a dad, by the way, Jeff. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you very much. How long has it been since you've been father's father? Uh, uh, <laughs> I have been a father for three months, just over three months now. How's it feel? Uh, it's the best, the best thing in the world. It's mm-hmm. uh, the coolest thing ever, man. Yeah, can't. Uh, can't even explain how awesome it is. It's great. Do you find yourself looking both ways across the street and then looking both ways again? Like, do you find yourself driving slower? Oh, dude, yeah. Like, it's been, like the first, uh, like the drive home from the hospital is hilarious. Like when you first you get out for the first time and put the car seat in the back and then just like, you like I'm I'm usually maybe a dickhead driving but like so i just it's different like the first time i was in the car with her I was just like oh fuck okay all right just yeah. like like super slow just like checking everything yeah. checking every blind spot to like 10 and 2 like just yeah yeah so yeah <clears throat> and sure. just crossing the street i i would do, i would look 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 okay nothing's coming i was super afraid that you know you have this sort of like what will happen? Your your head just goes bananas. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There's a lot more to think about. How about leading up into fatherhood? Did you did you get a little like tweaky about like how your life is going to change? Not necessarily. Like uh, never. No, not really. Like never in a, in a in a negative way. Like maybe a bit tweaky. Like just like maybe just with excitement. Just like we 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 it, you know we wanted it and we were you know made a conscious effort to to you know move and get ready for it and everything else so there was a lot of uh you know planning and stuff that went mm-hmm. into it and uh so but it was always just like a a positive thing i never was like really freaked out about it. like it just seemed it it was seemed natural i guess like it mm-hmm. was uh yeah it was like a, a pretty natural transition for sure yeah and and you connor you're yeah. about to be baby you're gonna be father in what six months seven like months just six under months. six months so i'm there now i'm at tweaky stage yeah but like Tweaky good. And it's a boy or girl? Girl. Girl. And yeah. you have... I have a, a daughter, yeah. yeah. Da- oh, yeah. there you go. Although, Everyone's having daughters, man. The, the, What's the, up? The girls are taking over. Like, what if there's... So, uh, Adam. Adam and Jaina, um, Matt and Sarah. Jamie um, and Ashley. Jamie and Ashley having a girl. You're having a girl. Yep. We had a girl. Uh, <laughs> Amanda, Amanda has, like, a couple friends that have just had girls. Uh, it's... Uh, 
to take over. Yeah. <laughs> you going to have more? Jeff? Uh, um, yeah, um, it's, it's Brady Bunch. You're going to bring, no, I think, <laughs> I think if, talk about uh, it now. Yeah. I think if you were to, uh, talk to my wife, Amanda, it would be a Brady Bunch. We'll have 10 kids. Yeah. But no, yeah, I'm sure. No, I'm sure we probably will have another one. Yeah. It's good having them fast. That's what, yeah, that's, it's the, adv- good. that's the advice that the guys, uh, I work with gave me just like, yeah. you know, like stay in diapers. Like, you know what I mean? Like get that, get that shit over with, literally get that shit over with like all yeah. in one fell swoop. And like, you know, yeah. like rather than doing it, getting out of diapers, then, you know, like even a oh, year yeah. too. Oh, then we got to start this fucking stuff all over again. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, it's a, it's a stressful thing. Our, our kids are a little over a year apart, but, uh, we as we had, that sort of or actually two years apart almost a year and a half and it was that point where we have to have kids this is something that we now because you think into like 20 years from now your kids are going to be best friends if they're within a couple of age mm-hmm. yep. years from each other yeah i mean my brothers and i were four in eight years apart and that's a tough thing to get into yeah. being adults yeah. because they're already in their 50s my, my brother is already <laughs> yeah. in his 50s moving on He's like close to retirement, he feels, you know, and so we, we have a tough time relating. So it's good having siblings that are close to each other. Uh, yeah, a guy I work with just said, too, that, you know, they just play with each other. It's you, you don't have yeah. to. It's a lot. It's a lot of stress off of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. You know, Chris Rock had a, uh, was talking about that on a talk show recently, just like if you have one kid, if you're going to have kids. Don't have one. Having one kid's fucking terrible because oh, yeah. you, you end up in the park and the dirt playing Barbies yeah. and shit like that. Like have two kids and just let them t- take care of each other. They totally <laughs> entertain each other. Yeah. My, my son and my daughter, they, they play with each other and there will be a time when, when the son will say, you know what? Screw this. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when I put them both on the bus, they sit in the same seat. It's so cute. Like, yeah. oh, you man. know what I mean? You think about, I don't know. I don't know how you guys dealt with brothers and sisters. Uh, oh yeah. I got a sister. I had a, yeah. My, and we're great now, but like you know, I think I gave we all we gave each other a pretty hard time for. We were four years apart, and the, yeah, there was yep. yeah. So there was like when we were, you know, from six years old to fifteen years old or something. It was <laughs> like yeah, dude, well, not hate, but just like lots of fights. Like yeah, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> I can say there was a lot of hate between me and my brothers. Oh, we fought. I've had my sister and I. Are you yeah. kidding me? How you now? Is it everything good? Oh, we're the best now. Yeah. That's great. But it's funny yeah. because Jeff and my sister are the same age, went That's to school true. together. Oh, yeah. wow. I was like, I went all through high school with his sister in like all my classes. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now best friends. Everybody's cool. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's tough when people hold on to things that you basically dealt with as 15-year-old people. And then you look into the future and, you, and you're in your 30s and 40s and go... That person still gets on my nerves. I mean, yeah. there's just a time when you say, "Okay, I give up. Yeah. I'm done." Whatever <laughs> shortcomings we had, let's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I've done the same thing, swept a lot of things under rugs, and said, "Okay, we I don't need to argue." Why would we what argue? Family is this is just, just family. My yeah. family's only like eleven people in Canada. Everybody mm-hmm. else is in England. So, oh yeah, but yeah, so. Um, yeah, so you're gonna have a baby girl. Oh yeah, and we're gonna be the dumb ones that probably just do one. Really? We're gonna be the fools. What's? Do you have a name? I can't give it out. My oh. wife would murder me. Oh, really? Top secret can we shit. guess? Yeah, yes, Madison. you can. We, you I'm not going to guess. He I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> but I can't say it here. Not Madison. Nope. Not any North American uh, city from... I don't know. I don't think you'd like be able to pronounce Phoenix? it properly oh, right. in the English language. A guy I work with when we were having kids, he decided he was trying to guess, get a name for our son. And he, said, he, he uh, suggested Bronikin. Bronikin? Bronikin. It's Yiddish. Bronikin. 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 Yeah? Brawny? Brawny. It's short. Yeah. Okay. That's an sure. interesting name. Different Weird. Name. I would have guessed like Scottish. Bronikin. Bronikin. Yeah, you said it's old Yiddishy kind of stuff. Okay, Matt, not Madison. You're going to guess it's not that cliche. you just want to sit here again. Oh, no. Not cliche. Okay, then I'll never guess it. No, forget no, it. You're not going to guess uh, it. A star. No, no, it's not uh, star. The moon. <laughs> You'll never guess the, it. Just, okay, fuck it. Let's move on. Then. You're gonna kill yeah. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your what, Jeff? What's your what's your daughter's name? Uh, Harper. Harper. Harper Addison. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about the early days of you and your punk rock life, Connor. No, oh, shall we? Yeah. Okay. You're actually you've went full circle. Are you still in the F-holes? Uh, sort of. Yeah. We took a hiatus. Uh, a hiatus. A hiatus. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. I can't pronounce anything anymore. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, but I think we're we're gonna keep making music. It's just mm-hmm. it's 
it was me and a couple of people at the the shop where I work, tattoo shop. Mm-hmm. And so a couple of people just making music. So right. uh, when we have time, we do it. Yeah. And right now we don't have time. Nope. No, that's sort of a cool thing about growing up is that music all of a sudden takes a little bit of a backseat. Yeah. With life. Yeah. That's a cool thing about growing up? In a way it is. In a way it is because you've all of a sudden realized that, hey, I don't need to be so selfish anymore. I've decided that there's other people in oh, my I life and there. in my circle uh, that other people uh, matter. Yeah, I agree. I think it's important to, to find that the happy medium, though. I think that the yeah, because yeah, you, know, you, you find can right let balance. it breathe. You don't have to. You can let it breathe, right. and you do yeah. what you want to do when you want to. Yeah, because that's essentially it's kind of what you guys are doing with Boys Night. Exactly. Kind of, oh, exactly. Just putting it aside and saying. I, this is not what is part of our life anymore. I mean, it was, right? Like, you guys would tour. Well, you were there. I was, well, I wasn't <laughs> on the big North American long tours, but I definitely saw a band that had worked really hard at trying to get something. Really? And I always think to myself, it's like, where was that point where it would just tip into major stardom or something? You know what I mean? Bon Jovi style. <laughs> always just on the cusp. On the cusp of Bon Joviness. That's what we just were always tasting. No, did you guys, that's serious. Like, did you guys ever think and want to be like as big as Bon Jovi? Is this something that you thought? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think you have to at least want to be able to do something at that level yeah. in, in some degree. Or, you know, if, if you're pushing yourself that hard to tour mm-hmm. 10 months out of the year yeah. And do you want that. something, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't think we ever had that illusion of like this. This is the year that it breaks. No, 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 no. I, you know, we just, yeah, you, 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 you'd love playing the, you know, bigger shows like oh, yeah, Blast, sure. right? And just mm-hmm. like, and you know, sh- you know, there's always goals of yeah, like being successful and you know, selling a lot of records or having big shows and you know, being a big band. Uh, but it, that's not, you know, that wasn't our main. That was never really our main intention like we weren't setting out to be a a, a huge rock band we were you know just writing the songs that we enjoyed and and working our asses off and we had to to that you know to because it was our jobs right like it was it was we'd for five six years at least like that was uh um our only source of income and you know we didn't sell anywhere near enough records to sustain you know (laughs) our lives off of record sales so the only we had to tour all the time Yeah, and you guys were on sort of the cusp of downloading crazy, everybody stealing stuff, and uh, and we're still there now. Yeah, but we, this is at the it beginning. Was just it was just right the beginning. There. It was like two thousand. We yeah, we were we got out of it around like two thousand and seven or something. So like, yeah. um, it, it was going on, but like it's it, it, it in the past seven eight years or whatever, it's still it's changed so so much. Mm-hmm. So, oh, it's so crazy. Much. Well, as much as I'm not a big fan of iTunes. Even though you can subscribe in the spot too on iTunes, absolutely for free. Um, I still feel that um, I think iTunes has put a, a dent in making things simple to purchase. It's easy now. Like, oh yeah, I have my phone. I say I want that new Primus album. There you go. I'm gonna download that Primus album and look at the mistake you made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was on Audio though. It's oh, a, it, it's yeah, a quick Ardio's, mistake. Audio is awesome. Okay, well, so the idea is behind my thoughts behind iTunes is that you you kind of get. It makes it easy and says, well, I just do click these two clicks and I have it. Yeah. Rather than going to torrent site A or finding this and looking for the artwork. And I remember a friend of mine used to just constantly find stuff on LimeWire without all the artwork. And then somehow before Grace Note and iTunes, you put artwork, you would somehow manage to put it all together and give me the disc. <laughs> big, big things, and when when you burn a disc, you couldn't close a door or shut a light off. Oh, it absolutely! Would just crash the fucking computer and stuff. And yeah. look at us now. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, my phone got me here. Who's? Who, that's pretty space age shit, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you are your phone, my man. I know. I try not to. I was listening to something about uh, people going back to flip phones because it's. I've just, been seeing that. Yeah, it's a new hip thing, right? Yeah. It's hip, but 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 why though? Like. It's uh, I think so the idea is that you don't need to keep looking down at something, you know. But then it goes, those are kind of guys who probably go to the coffee shop with a full typewriter. Yeah. But silly. is it just a backlash thing? Because, I, I mean, think, I think so. to I what just, end? Just don't look at your phone if you don't have yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just don't do it. There's apps now that can tell you how long you've been on the internet for and can say, you've been on for your hour allotment, stop. Yeah. You know. Uh, do we need that? Are we there? Where you yeah, need, yes. you have to be told you by an app saying, "Put down the phone, man. You got <laughs> you got dinner to make." Yeah, yeah. Well, even in the old, well, my son has a Wii, 
uh, the Wii yeah. thing, and it says you've been playing for this amount of time. Maybe you should go outside and play. I thought that was that's kind of funny. A, that was kind of a cool little cool little that's thing neat. to put in there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, otherwise you play the thing all day. <laughs> <laughs> but we have this little thing called willpower, folks. Yeah, I don't understand that, it. Yeah, I really, honestly, have been trying to like put my phone leave it in my pocket yeah. and say okay i'm not going to look at my phone and then just try doing other things and you know what i'm not there yet but uh i'm no i'm recovering oh we're all there oh, man like we're all there it was so new and so wonderful and so easy yeah how much more easier can they make it well that's it yeah i right now i know my phone is right there yeah I know I could touch it right now. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting right there. I could check my Instagram right now. I could now. call Dave Costa. Nobody would know. You could call Dave Costa, but he would murder you. Yeah, would he? Yeah, he's not down. He's not down for the phone call? He's busy, man. He's playing video oh, games. Hi, <laughs> busy man. Nothing made me more happier actually seeing the three of you sitting in a rehearsal room jamming since awesome. 2015. Now, that better have been from this week. Oh, yeah. That was yeah. last week. That was that Sunday, man. some sort of ruse. No. No. We that was jam- Sunday. We've like we been jamming for like six months. Oh. Yeah, almost consistently every week. Yeah, we've yeah, we've we a few well, dry, every a few couple dry weeks, spells, mm-hmm. but like uh, almost pretty consistently. Yeah, yeah. almost every, like once a week. We've been jamming for like six months. Now, what's your plans? Uh, <laughs> they're <laughs> they're loose right now. A loose? Oh, fast and loose. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah but I mean, the ten year anniversary of Trainwreck is coming up. Has yeah, nothing to do with that. Gonna, yeah, no, we're not. Okay. And that's and that's what I felt the most yeah, guilty the, about. The, the one, I realized our timing. Like, yeah, because oh, yeah, you yeah, did make shit. yourself sick. You did the tenure of that, and we that did. was fucking yeah, awesome. Uh, and I caught it. Luckily, I had to race yeah. from work to watch it. And uh, wow! And I saw from the good spot in the uh, the opera house too, in the balcony, oh, yeah. 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 right good. against where the soundboard used to be. I don't yeah, know if yeah, you remember. Yeah, 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 just yeah. sat there. It was, yeah. amazing. Oh, that was a great fucking show. Man. That was awesome. That was so. That was so much fun. I mean, there was some sort of love there. And did you guys sort of like you? That's. I feel that that's sort of what you you kind of play music for is that people give you the love. That I haven't seen a lot of people get. You get this oh, outpouring of people, and it's not just like, it's it's uh, yeah. And you're gonna say, well, our fans are the best fans in the world, but there, I feel it in the room. There's like something. We were always lucky in that we never really distanced ourselves from it, though, as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't like we need to be behind these ten foot barricades yeah. on stage. You are there. We are here. And in fact, I think we'd be bummed out when we'd play shows that said there had to be barricades. Yeah. We usually tried to avoid that if we could, like, yeah, mm-hmm. there's been times we tried to just take that out of the rider or whatever. And you just be like, no, like, but you know, so you have to do it, but no, you have but, to, like but... It, it, when you can avoid it, like, yeah, it's sort it's, it's weird, especially in like big, really bigger shows when like, there's like two or three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one down <laughs> the middle. It's like, wow, well, okay. The kids are like yeah. 20 feet away. Like, yeah, it's a it's a weird experience. It's, 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 it takes something away from it like that. Uh, it's a scary disconnect for me. I never liked that. Yeah. Did you you done festivals? You did Warp Tour. Oh yeah, yeah. But Warp Tour had sort of a different vibe going. It was it wasn't really kind of like a, a barricadey kind of like distance yourself. You go hang out in the merch uh, tent. And yeah, yeah, meet, well, for sure. Meet people. Yeah, walk around on walk around, hang yeah, out, yeah. high fives. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, I've also done ones where Green Day was playing it, and they would never associate themselves with anybody weezer would put tape lines uh so nobody could come on stage yeah that at that level though i mean that's when like fan truly becomes fanatic and people will tear you apart limb from limb yeah yeah i think though if you guys i don't know it was this sort of relationship with your with the people that came to your show that i really thought was special Mm -hmm. big or small shows and uh, that that to me is a is a gift that not a lot of bands have, mm-hmm. and it's tough to transition into sort of rock stardom and still carry that part <laughs> a little part of you on. Yeah. And I really think though, you guys, it's a shame because it seemed like something just held you back, just one little thing, and it wasn't mm-hmm. drugs, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't fist fights in the band. <laughs> Although I must admit, the mockumentary, the dude, you have to oh, yeah. stop dancing mockumentary. Documentary? What are, you, are we letting the cat out of the bag? Are we scooping <laughs> no, that out? No, that Dave's not yeah, dead. Everyone. Yeah, that was very, very, very clearly a mockumentary. Yeah, yeah. I really like some your... people. You, you would be, you would be stunned. You would be shocked I at bet. the amount of people that thought 
it was real. Dave was and, dead, and and it My was always in the U- it was in the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> right. not to slight any Americans, but yeah. it was just like there was like I remember I remember a girl freaking out when she saw Costa like yes. walking around a show because she actually thought he was dead. That's like amazing. it's just like people are like you're such an asshole. Like no, it not like how do you actually think any of that was real? And then it was like <laughs> then they, then you played your what was the live show. Yeah. But Dave's clearly in the band. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> it, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. It's just you so, needed to put like little arrows, not dead or yeah. something uh, uh, after. So, so, so. But even there, we did, shortly after that came out, we did an interview for MTV Canada where we were sitting around talking in, in a room. I forget who did the interview at this point. My brain isn't what it used to be. And, and she was asking about Dave being dead. Dave, who's sitting two people <laughs> away. <laughs> from her that's awesome it was so bizarre I, it, I, went, it, it went it went uh lots of uh it went well it went well overseas like lots of uh <laughs> yeah english kids i think really uh, we got lots of compliments about it like well, I, yeah i you know i i wikipedia it not too long ago and it said it had some sort of cult thing going overseas like a cult follow oh, <laughs> does, oh does it did you guys write your own wikipedia you can tell me yeah that's another scoop that's we what did. i've been yeah, doing no, I, I don't yeah. think i would say it had a yeah. cult following but like there's like british kids like oh it was the funniest thing ever just like, oh yeah, because they, it was their humor yeah, and no one else, british people are funny no one else really uh brits and canadians germans not part. funny that's true british no? funny germans are funny in their own way Oh, I, I like the Germans. Germans, you guys ever make it over there? You ever played? No, there? never made to. We never did Europe proper. You know, you should. That okay. should be your. You should. Sure. Okay. I know people. Well, I, uh, I hook you up. All right. As perfect. long as I get to do sound. Okay. I'll go with you. Done. I'll did, show you around the best Thai food place in Cologne. Okay. <laughs> we, did all, we did the UK. We did the UK like three or four times or something. Oh yeah. Oh, so you weren't even the. Yeah, I mean, England is a lot like um, Canada and America when it comes to. I mean, you weaker thans did like ten tours, and their last two tours were fun. Mm-hmm. So that sort of gives you an idea. Like, <laughs> they take a long time to sort of get into your stuff, and they're a little bit too cool for school. Yeah, and the pay is always worse, and the and the treatment is worse. But when you go to Germany, it's like, here's all your beer, here's all the stuff you asked for, and then more. And then yeah. now you get to come and hang out with us. And yeah, I'd always heard it was very welcoming. Or you just yeah. go and it's like ah yes come come in mm-hmm. of course and I think it's something like something to do with the extra thousand years of society yes they understand music art yes. culture and music TV never really took off over there until I don't know what it is now but I remember like the early two thousands I went over there a few times and people were like fuck MTV fuck music TV let's go see live music mm. it's not I don't know what it's like now. But that was then. Yeah. Well, because you even went over there a bunch with Foursquare. Yeah. I mean, you did a lot of Europe. Yeah, I did six times in Europe. Yeah. Six times. And uh, every time was more fun because it was as, as serious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because I wanted to go because I remember we were trying, I was going to try and play bass. That's right. And come, and it just never worked out That's on right. my end. That's right. And you know what? I've, I've still threatened... I, I threatened to say I would just go over one more time and that was in 2012 it was the last time I was going to go over for the last time so if not I'm just going to go over there and hitchhike and you know what skiing nice. and snowboarding is amazing in Italy nice and I have friends there and that's I think that's all those years and losing money on tours was so I could go skiing in Italy perfect and stay there for free you got to work for something man it's cheap like it's 30 euros for a lift ticket to ski in a mountain oh, amazing like you can't you can't ask for any better yeah <laughs> so that's what we're gonna do that's European what we're gonna tour. do we're gonna do boys that's night out slash back. skiing slash you guys ski nope I, I snowboard I don't I, well I, that is to say I did at one point in my life it's been 10 over 10 years since I have but mm-hmm. I used to I used to a lot it's like the bike though you'll get back uh, I'm sure it's fine a few yeah. runs on the bunny hill and you're yeah, off I'm sure it's fine yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my kids are taking lessons and they're, they're my son's actually a ripper like he's yeah. snowboarded they all he took lessons last year and he's no problem no worries yeah. you know my daughter went out for the third time and was doing the snow plow and taking blue runs being totally in control my kids are crazy that way they're just I'm not going to say they're geniuses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're pretty much the smartest kids on earth. Oh, shit. That's so good for you. Oh, you know, you know. Madison, little Madison is, uh, is growing tall. <laughs> growing tall. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So bad timing. Why Boys Night Out happens just it happens to be jamming. Is this a coincidence or like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Nobody listens to podcasts. Yeah. hundred percent. Like there is zero train wreck affiliation with what we're doing right now to be, mm-hmm. to be completely honest when we started jamming again 
I guess it's okay to tell this. Doesn't yeah, you can, you can say that. Like six months ago, um, I think the first thing we tried to do, we you know, we all got in the room for the first time. We're like, holy shit, we haven't even... It's been years, like mm. four four years yeah. or something. Um, right. And uh, we're like, well, let's just let's, let's try, try to play something. So I think we tried playing something off Trainwreck, and <laughs> we we, uh, we stopped like halfway through. It, it was, was like, embarrassing. Like, you know what? We sound we sounded like a bad Boys Night Out cover band. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just like, you know what? This is not what we need to do right now. Mm-hmm. And so right then, we're just like, let's just work on new stuff. And from that moment, all we have done is write new music, and we have not played a note of Nothing. an old Boys Night Out song. Really? Not one. Yeah, not, That'll no. make a lot of people upset. Yep. Sure. You know what you should do is air guitar it. But it, we'll record it, play okay. the track, and just fake it. It might make them upset. Like, as of right now, we don't have any plans to play any concerts or yeah, anything. No so live, people have nothing to get upset about because there's nothing, <laughs> right. they, won't, they won't be the experience. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll see. Yeah, it's funny. It's like y'all, no, me, my, my little cinema mind said y'all had like ski or car crashes. You know, they come back. <laughs> then you like put your cigarette out on the sidewalk. I'm right. too old for this shit. Man. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking pull my socks up, and my, everybody hates me. And you know, I'm gonna rise to the top, kind of like Rocky, yeah. like a Rocky story. Yeah. I've always seen myself in that light, more or less, <laughs> like Rocky, fighting the fucking good fight. That's right. And um, so, what are what, what the, sort of genre are we talking music wise? Is it stoner rock? Is it fucking like because it's slower and easier to play? <laughs> uh, That's my entire. Yep. musical outlook right there really yeah slower no math slower easier to, no 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 that's not true at all um there is math there's got to be math there it, is. Wouldn't be, it wouldn't be jeff's song there is there, there is there is a lot of uh, i guess so yeah um it's uh what do you say i don't know it's i don't know it's um if i had to compare it to some other stuff i'd say that it actually sort of uh is most like train wreck i guess like mm-hmm. yeah you know if i had to pick an album to compare it to um um yeah it's pretty like pretty so it's pretty mathy and proggy but also mm-hmm. um stonery and you know kind of heavy and there's yeah. some you know catchy poppier stuff it it sounds it sounds like boys night out it's it, 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 it really does, does. Yeah. so you're saying you have almost an album ready to go and you're gonna record it uh, I think ready to go around birth time around Gen- june i'm thinking yeah, no, no. i'm thinking a june yeah. release would be really oh, uh, i don't I'm feeling no. a June release. No, no. I don't know Simon. why. No, no, no. 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 We're, ta- we're yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Touring. We're, we're, having, we're having a lot of fun. We're Money. Just, we're having fun. Fuckers. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, Bring shit. it on. I want it all. Uh, oh really? <laughs> no. no way, man. We're just really? uh, yeah. No, we're just having we're having a good time with it, and good. it's uh, because that's what you know. It's uh, mm-hmm. it, it's nice for the to come at it from a totally different vantage point. You know, because before, like you know, up until two thousand seven. Uh, it was our, like I said, it was our job yeah. at that point. We'd been on the road for five years plus mm-hmm. nonstop. And <clears throat> um, your attitude from that vantage point about making music can get pretty skewed, I think. Yeah, that was and, and, that the, and the music that you make yeah. also yeah. changes based on what's going on in your yeah. life. And so um, coming at it from the uh, totally different perspective of right. the fact that like we all have full-time jobs and families and lives and everything else and Mm -hmm. uh, are all fully you know comfortable and situated and everything else and Mm -hmm. coming back to playing music now is just like uh, totally awesome because it's there's no there's no pressure there's no there's no no expectations Mm -hmm. there's there's nothing it's just it we can do whatever we want and have fun and take our time yeah and 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 you know really make it great and uh and yeah, there's no pressure. That's the best part. It's just like we can do whatever the fuck we want, right? And take as long as we want, and yeah. it's it's fun. Yeah. yeah, there was never any like you're saying any pressure because I mean Jeff had sent me a couple songs mm-hmm. and said I've just been picking up guitar and playing. What do you think? Mm-hmm. And we just kind of thought it'd be fun to jam this song live together, the four of us in a room, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how that just started. Yeah. Yeah. no agenda no anything just like let's hang out for a bit and see what happens my question was going to be um doing all that touring and having sort of like a, we got to keep this trainer rolling i mean did anybody oh, yeah. ever say we need hits this is what we need to do uh you need to sort of pull this together get this type of guy to take your picture image um i, I think we had that more earlier on 
Yeah. As opposed to later. Does that make yourself sick kind of era? Yeah. Between that and and, uh, into Trainwreck as well, for sure, there was, you know, um, more of a serious marketing push and and doing stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Um, but, but yeah, further towards the end, not, no, not so much. I, I don't think there was really anything like, and that, that, and that was never really for mm-hmm. us. We, yeah. We were yeah. never really concerned with, with I was going to ask if someone asked you as a manager, like a guy is sort of a quick talking <laughs> manager. And I met a few of those guys and yeah. I know sure. a few of the guys that were courting you guys, yeah, yeah. Court, courting you guys. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, day. yeah. And I know that, uh, I, I, I knew that wasn't your thing. I knew you needed someone that was like ready to support you and go fight a battle for you, yeah. not make battles for you, because that's yeah. kind no, of and you then, know, and fighting battles for other for, on, on your behalf for their own agenda yeah. is yeah. something I don't think was ever a part of your no. mo. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know, but looking at that, do you think that maybe that's what kind of held you back? Is that you didn't have that fucking asshole on your side? And, oh, I, and I think if if that was the ultimate your goal, I, 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 think, I think so. In a regard of that, we we we're, we're talking Bon Jovi. We're not just talking yeah. like you know, yeah, we, and just wanting to just play it for the enjoyment of playing the songs. Yeah. You're right, yeah. But there was there, you know, we, there was we we were conscious when when writing stuff that well, we sort of we we, we like writing catchy stuff. Like yeah. Just, oh we, yeah, we, well, know, we, we all like pop music. We, yeah, we we definitely do. Like we we you know we're very conscious of, of pop music, and we like we like poppy stuff. It's. Mm-hmm. I like, you know, I like music that has hooks. Like I, I don't really listen to much stuff that doesn't, I think. So I think it's, we, we do this, that kind of, we, we try to, you know, do this kind of writing naturally, but we're conscious of not trying to write radio singles or anything like that. But I think no. m- of just having a pop sensibility, I think is important to keep in the back of your head. Yeah. The, my, my favorite sort of, to your point is uh, uh, make yourself sick uh, just once. Let's no, do let's something, do something, let's do something different. different. Yeah. Just the title alone says, "Let's do something," but yeah. it's the poppiest song. It's, yeah. it's it's it is in four four time, mm. um, but it just trips like yeah, it has yeah. this doop, 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 <laughs> the stutter that just. Yep. But the way it all gets tied together is with lyrics, and I would all just sort of. It, it's a brilliant song, and it has all everything about what I like about pop sensibility, and mm-hmm. melodic math. You know, it's great, and I think that's, I think uh, what got you guys into train wreck from that point is like let's do something different yeah mm-hmm. I, I agree with that for sure absolutely did you have to con because for you for those of you who haven't heard of train wreck by boys night out you haven't lived <laughs> <laughs> you don't know and i have to tell you um my wife will be mad at me for saying this but it is one of her favorite albums of all time <laughs> and myself yeah, I listened to that great. album. I remember I, I tweeted great. you or I texted you saying, we were on a campfire listening to yes. fucking Trainwreck. Yes. We're in the forest. <laughs> like, and I listened to Trainwreck on my phone. I'm like, I cute. You know, I had to text Connor. Oh, I loved <laughs> it. I got that. Yeah. Yes. Simon. <laughs> yes. But it was it's one perfect. of those. Yeah, so perfect. that album, it touches on so many great things. And it is a concept album. For those of you at home, a concept album that starts and it ends and then everything in the middle makes sense between the start and the end. And they're not a lot of records like that anymore. And what was this a conscious thing? Like, did you guys just say, I have this idea? Was it a uh, thing from the beginning? Did you write the music first? No. How did it come together? Like, that came out of a more or less a story that Jeff did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, not even any, comp- not even like a complete story idea. or like that, but like a, you know, a, yeah, a basis, an idea for a story that, uh, because you, like you, you, like what you said earlier, train wreck. We were entirely just about like let's do something different. Like mm-hmm. we were not happy where we were pigeonholed in uh, musically no. with our, the scene and everything else and what we were doing. Not happy at all with anything. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like we need to do something a little bit drastic. So yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a lot of fun with it. It was uh, man. <laughs> you yeah, must have some oh, yeah. just crazy stories like because um brian what's his last name southall, southall. he was your drummer yeah. yep and ben left or mm-hmm. was ben asked to leave no no ben was not asked to leave ben, ben just had other he had other things going on yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Ben just uh so he had some other stuff going on yeah. and then how'd you meet brian by the way he must have been in another band or something then you he yeah through for dire life's sake yeah, Ooh. he was a guitar player in a band from uh, just outside of Detroit, Michigan, yep. for yeah. Dire Life's Sake. 
um, that like I think we just like connected with online initially. MP3.com. Like, yeah. They were one of the first wow. when we first put our music online for anybody here. It was MP3.com. MP3 and there's some of you who will listen to this and not know what that is, and I that's do. funny. But <laughs> they were one of the first bands that said, "Hey." we could play shows together yeah, like, and yeah. for us we hadn't even played shows jeff and i had recorded a couple songs yeah, and yeah. it was them and it was in pieces i think no or, no no i don't think i ever played with those dudes no we never played with them but like contacted oh, through yeah, mp3.com yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, right right and then just developed this friendship with brian and, and all the guys from detroit and then we would tour together and play together and then uh once once ben had left brian was just in yeah. there He's there, yeah. yeah. And he's technically a pretty crazy drummer. I mean, would oh, he, fantastic. he has something to do with that album's magic, I think. As, as much as I like, Ben is a great style and a good personality, but Brian really brought something. Yeah. Something. Nobody does bottom fills like... <laughs> and Brian was, I would say, equal parts guitarist and drummer. Yeah. And just kind of picked up on what Jeff was playing, and they kind of locked in. Yeah. And... It's funny though. The, I would say the same thing about Ben. Ben and Jeff just play together, which is amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's a tough. I think it's it's tough sometimes to like I'll, I'll bring something to practice. And be like, hey, here's the song. I'll start playing. And I think it can be kind of weird sometimes. Like it can be yeah. a bit hard oh, to yeah, grasp. Yeah, you're but, a huge weirdo. Um, but but yeah, both Ben and Brian, um, in the same kind of way. Just sort of organically pick, uh, up, on pick up on it, yep. and Costa, you know what Costa is 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 the backbone of it too. Like he's the exact oh, same he's way. An like, animal. I don't ever, yeah. I don't ever have to show Costa anything. Like we'll just start playing, and, and he it picks just, it up. He picks it up right away and ties yeah. it together. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's all it's always been uh, very easy. Songwriting has mm -hmm. always been very easy for us. He knows a lot like that bass wise is John Sutton, Weaker Than. So yeah, just give him just because he played in Foursquare for a little while, yep. and he would just start playing i'm like did you learn the songs nope let's go and he would just be playing along yeah. i'm like how are you well because he actually figured it out that well these notes go together <laughs> these no so if i'm playing an a i know that going to a g or going up to a d these are yeah. two possibilities yeah. so and he came and jammed in our basement once and had a whole set together and i'm like how yeah. Believe me, I don't know. And he does he does a thing with Cleve Anderson that they just do old seventy seven punk covers, mm -hmm. and he just they do like two hours of music. It's crazy. Oh, right? amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So yeah, and Dave Dave is uh, where is he? Let's call him. No, <laughs> don't, don't call. Put Dave. it down. Don't call Dave. Hi, Dave. I miss you. Hi, Dave. I miss you, Dave. Uh -huh. And having keyboards and stuff in Trainwreck. Um, that was a whole. Must been weird having a girl in your band. Um, the, oh yeah, yeah, it was weird. Not just it was fun. It was great. Like, Kara was great. Kara's the great. first week was it like, hey, did it there? And then the like second week was like, oh. <laughs> maybe not. No, yeah, I toured with girls. It was, you know what? I, if, if, if she was a, a dude girl though, yeah, she was. Yeah. She yeah. was cool. one of the boys. If, if nothing, like you know what? I feel fucking bad for like for a girl to have to tour with us guys. Oh, like, what a oh, we can be we can be dicks. Like I'm like for, to put up with with us and. The way we are and the things oh. that happen it's just like no like that's not it's a unfair scenario and, i know and she came into that too from a not only a gender difference but completely from outside like whereas i had known jeff forever since yeah. high school like Kara, Kara was through brian yeah. like brian okay. was the only one that knew Kara. she was from right. from the states as well right so yeah. if, if i'm being an asshole to you you don't think anything of it right yeah because that's just how we communicate yeah. and it's not mean nope. it's just how we talk so I so yeah so she so, so yeah she came she was uh, that, that must have been really hard yeah i bet because even even just i i think i only did about seven eight shows with you guys as, as your sound man and i i just hey kara was always a bit of a struggle and she was mm -hmm. not standoffish i'm gonna say she was shy mm. and it was she was overwhelmed with like what was going on in her in her life who knows yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and actually she met her is maybe still husband uh i don't yeah. think so i think i don't think so i don't yeah. know yeah in St. I, I, I don't know i honestly don't know oh really let's call her they might have, yeah. they might have had a kid or, they might have had a kid Ooh, I, I don't know what a scoop no i don't really know oh really yeah. where did where's she originally from 
Detroit, Detroit, Detroit yeah. Michigan, yeah. somewhere, yeah. Well, not anymore. There's nothing in Detroit. No. no. There's a casino. Now. Casino in the road, St. Andrew Hall. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's still it. got St. the St. shelter. Hall. Oh, the shelter, yeah. Great place. Shelter down there. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, the First time I went there was in 1995 with us and a few. Mm, nice. Wow. And they were laughing because they're like, two years ago we played upstairs. <laughs> One time we played oh. there. Uh, we played St. Andrews. Yeah, we played. We I've done a few St. Andrews. We were shows. playing. We were playing upstairs at St. Andrews with My Chemical Romance, I think. Yeah. And Ghostface Killer was playing yeah, upstairs in the, the basement. So wow. another time we were there, we were playing in the shelter. And uh, what's that fucking band? Bound out. Oh, Everclear. Yeah, Everclear. They were playing upstairs. Yeah. Oh, we playing wow. The shelter. Yeah. They, um, I rolled in there the night after Eminem was supposedly killed drunk driving leaving St. Andrews. Oh, I never heard it. Was I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and it was everybody's all somber and we're pulling in. That was with, um, I was on tour with Voivod. 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 You on tour with yeah. Voivod? And the, Voivod, the Michelle, the drummer, very first thing he did, we get out of this van, this fucking homeless guy, like, give his money. And he goes, I don't understand. I come from French. <laughs> that, that is the shelter welcome, man. Yeah. As soon as you roll up. Oh, it's yeah. like paying the toll to play. Yeah, yeah. sketchy, sketchy town. Yeah. I, yeah, I've done a lot of great. Yeah, that's a cool place. Is, it is. Is it there? Like, I, I would don't, imagine I it's still no there. It's, got, it venue, it's got to be there. It has yeah. to be. There's nothing else around. Lots no. of parking. Oh, Lots of parking, folks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We went to the casino. I was there with Good Riddance. Oh, the old Greek town. We went to the casino. The Greek, I think it was called Greek Town. Yeah, it's yeah, Greek yeah. Town Casino. And we went there, and Chuck and I went and hit roulette tables there, and I, I made money, thanks to Chuck. That's the only, uh, well, one of the only casinos where I've ever actually made money. I'm playing poker. Mm -hmm. I usually, I'm so bad at poker, I just lose money all the time. And that was one of the casinos where I actually... You walked out. I walked out. And it, and the la it was uh, on tour with Plain White Tees, and... Um, I think it was me and the guitarist Dave was there and Justin, mm -hmm. our old tour manager, was there. Mm -hmm. And then like it was, we were playing poker for hours and uh, it was like three, four in the morning. And the last hand I had, I got a, a straight flush and I was in the hand with like a couple other guys and Justin, our tour manager, and he was yeah. like aggressively betting against me. I was trying to look at him. I was like, dude, I was like, stop fuck. It. Like it was getting like hundreds <laughs> of dollars in the pot. I was like, dude, I was like trying to stop fucking betting. Stop betting. You're, I'm going to beat you. Yeah. But then, yeah, I won. And I was just like, dude, I was trying to tell. Trying to give some He lost like two, three hundred bucks. I'm just like, no, I'm giving it fucking back. No fucking. Now, now, Justin was the guy that rolled in driving your tour bus on that, that uh, opera house show that we did together. I recorded that live. Was that Justin? Who's tour managing you? Um, little Asian dude? No. Oh. Um, oh. Italianese, docking. Oh, Yano. Yano. I have a story about him. <laughs> really? About and Yano Dovi. I replaced him. And I didn't want to bring this up. Maybe I did. I replaced <laughs> him on a tour. I was with SNFU and he was with Bracket. No. And he, they. Wait a second. You know the guy I'm talking about, right? You're, you're not, you're not uh, the bus driver? Yeah. Oh, he's talking oh, about Tao. 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 Yeah. Oh, fucking Tao. <laughs> and we, so. So Bracket, I don't know, you know Bracket. Oh, yeah, Bracket absolutely. is like the nicest Southern California, well, Northern California boys. You I forgot me. about They're a fucking great band. And uh, I just reconnected with them actually a couple of months ago. Man, I got to get those albums. They're fucking rad. Yeah, they're they're still good. They put out a new album like two years ago. Really? Yeah. And um, so anyways, we're in Quebec City and they uh, were rifling through stuff and found a microphone. And they were like, whose mic is this? And Tal's like, oh, I stole it from this club in Chapel Hill. So he stole a mic <clears throat> from the club. And they're like, you can't do that. You can't steal shit. <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? So they fired him. And I, we'd already done like one show with them. And I was mixing us in a few. And then they're freaking out. And they fucking fired him. And uh, they bought him a Greyhound ticket home. And Tal came walking up because they oh, fuck those guys and we're fucking work with those fucking assholes again. And it was like, that was the guy. And he comes oh. rolling in, driving your bus. And I didn't know what to do. It was like. Oh, so this was after way, that incident. No, this is way before. Oh, okay. this is in 1995. Oh, okay. Uh, and he is, he was pissed, and so, I replaced him. I did sound for bracket for like five. Oh yeah. man, Tal, no, Tal, he was our, our bus, bus driver, driver, and uh, it was a it was a, a unique bus experience because most times in a bus, the driver uh, will get to wherever you're parking at the venue, and then Just take take, off. take a taxi to the hotel, yeah. and at set time, he takes a taxi back, gets in, mm -hmm. and you drive through the night or whatever. Yeah. Um, but Tal's deal was that like he was, it was like significantly cheaper, and he slept on the bus. Like he, mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah. he had a bunk, 
so he slept all day. So it was like a weird scenario because we you didn't want to make noise. Yeah. Oh fuck you! We, there was there's a few times where he fucking lost. You bet. Because it's hard. You. Like we're yeah, you imagine band on a you bus. On a fucking and, bus. Right, Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. Partying all the time, yeah. just being assholes, and yeah. uh, also sometimes he fucking snapped. But he was a great guy. Like he was, he fucking, he had like thousands of DVDs. Remember his big, huge oh, books yeah. of, of all the every DVD ever. Right. He would get, he would the load the kitchen fridge with, with was groceries. Stocked every really? day. Yeah, yeah. So he did sound as well. But it, he, he, uh, I think he only did sound for us a, a little bit because Yano. Yeah. I think Yano, whenever we were with Tal, I think we were with Yano. Yep. And Yano uh, was tour managing. I think, he, and Yano started doing sound as yep. well. Um, Tal like filled in a few like for there was some something shows. going on either he was in the states or he couldn't didn't want to come back and go across or there was something going on that he was driving and, and doing sound. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like he was he would he was always our driver, but then mm-hmm. um, but was he was he was he doing? He did sound on that. He got pissed off because he didn't get life credit. Remember you were telling me, or was it somebody was telling me that? He, okay, so why was was Yano not there or something? I can't remember. He was doing sound. Oh my God. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. And he was he was just pissed because he didn't get the credit. Oh, I see. On the on the DVD. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Tal. Sorry, Tal. Yeah, sorry. No, maybe we should just take Tal and call him Cal because we could get in trouble. <laughs> Can you do that? Cal. Can you fix that in post? No. With I'll put beeps. Cal. All right. Cal count. Perfect. Cal count. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah. Touring in a bus. Uh, we had a we had a um, we had a tour bus driver in Europe, and he would hang out with a band, and he would sleep in the bay, the cargo bay. And he had this weird little bunk oh, under, <laughs> under the seats, <laughs> and you'd come really in insane. all wasted, boom, 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 in the seat. He was amazing. We called him Big Tom. We even wrote a country song about Big Tom. Nice. How he doesn't give a fuck. He's Big yeah. Tom. on the bus. And uh, I would always have to make him coffee because I'd wake up to go take a piss and be like, Simon, you make me some coffee? And I'd have to make him coffee. Oh, amazing. He's awesome. We, we had some fucking crazy bus drivers, man. Like, first one warp tour. I think they you all have are. to be crazy to do that. They show. all are. Yeah, did you do sure. tour shares, sharesies with other bands? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah on warp tour, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Especially the first time, the first two times we did it or whatever. But uh, um, what year was that? <laughs> Uh, 2003 like three four five yep. around mm-hmm. there like six maybe um, <laughs> um but there was one year on warp tour where we had the worst luck with buses like that, that oh yeah that we our, our bus would fucking break down every week like mm-hmm. it was just like we switched out i think like seriously seven or eight times over the course of warp tour it was just absurd mm-hmm. oh like, yeah the, that was the one where we had the the tequila wrap yeah at one point bus. the only bus they could find us was like it, it was actually fucking awesome was the best. it was just like yo tequila tequila yeah. just like these like chicks in bikinis like big tequila bottle on the side of the bus so like in the middle of warp tour party that's our bus and like people like yeah what's the one? Yeah. I'm like, looking around, like which one's the party bus like, yeah i don't know it might be that one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. we did one i did one with trouble charger it was a molson canadian rap I had a big oh, thing yeah. Yeah. and i have this redundancy alarm for the podcast but i had it had a marquee on it that had slayer journey and village people oh amazing Turn it around and <laughs> to see who you were that day. And I That's took a sharp cool. edge and cut out the hole because it was all wrapped. And then we were like, who are we going to be today, boys? Journey. Nice. Don't stop believing, motherfuckers. And then off we go. And it was the oldest like Bamford bus you've ever seen. It was the old green one. Oh, yeah. Piece of shit bus. And um, yeah, we had, we've had a lot of, I've had a lot of crazy bus drivers, cokehead bus drivers. And yeah. I mean, cocaine and bus, I think, isn't I cocaine Latin for bus? Do we have any Remember that fucking guy? Uh, bus drivers? Mm-hmm. I don't think we had any like real tweaking. Didn't, uh, no, um, I don't think there was that, uh, well, there was Heron. Heron was awesome. Uh, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> I use that word not necessarily. Heron? Say, yeah. <laughs> he, uh. He, awesome, I mean, interesting. <laughs> Unique. He um a good soul. <laughs> sure. He was fucked. There there was that guy uh um always wore a cannibal corp shirt uh, and the uh the guy that fucking lost his mind when he spilled his Pepsi. Oh uh, he yeah. like Oh uh, tell the story. He I love freak out stories. He was just he was a very uh <laughs> eccentric not well that's not even the right word. He was just very particular <laughs> in his ways and he was Every morning he wouldn't drink coffee. He'd have like a, a like one of those Seven Eleven super fucking jugs, like that could fit a two liter pop in it, yeah. and he'd fill it with a two liter Pepsi with ice, and then like that. Then we'd start driving, and like he'd have it in his hand on not all the time. And then one time, like right as we were getting ready to leave, like we were all getting on the bus, and he like went to close the door, 
and spilled his full thing of his Pepsi and went fucking ballistic. Fucking lost his mind, man. It was the perfect Perfect batch. batch. (laughs) It was the perfect batch of Pepsi. (laughs) Fuck. And he just like stomped his feet and freaked out. I will forever remember the perfect batch. And one time we we were, were, he, he stopped, he stopped to get gas and for some reason um, thought that he would just be getting gas and no one was going to get off the bus. That's what he had in his head. Like, but we stopped. So as soon as the bus stops, like, okay, I'm going to get it. I'm going to the store. So everyone just starts getting off the bus and he just snapped. He's just like, Oh, we're on your time. Fine. He like went and grabbed his book and like walked away to like this park across the street, like sat on a park bench facing away from us with reading a book. And we're all just sitting there. just like, what you teach you think us a lesson I like, don't is, know. Or what are we uh, but we did learn a lot that day about yeah. ourselves yeah. and each other did you all apologize and to respect him? Yeah. sorry well he could literally drive you into oncoming traffic he can do whatever you want absolutely yeah yeah and uh, how about tour managers do you have any crazy tour managers Yano. <laughs> Yano. Yeah. Yano's awesome. Yano's fucking And crazy. I mean awesome. He was a, a awesome. good friend for years and years yeah. and years. He is he from to... this area? No, no, no. He's from, he's, uh, I think he's, he might be from Florida. He was in Poison the Well. Uh, um, and then uh, he uh, tour managed on Earth um, for a really long time. And then uh, how the hell did we hook up with Yano? Um, I'll be back. <laughs> I don't, Connor's I don't remember. Yeah, okay. Um, anyways, but uh, he was a wicked dude. So he uh, he tour managed us and did sound for uh, a few tours. And mm-hmm. uh, he's a wild man. Like he, he was a fucking he was a super fun guy. I used, I went uh, one of the last times I was in the U.S. Actually, I went down to L.A. and Long Beach and stayed with him for a few days. And yeah, wicked dude. But yeah. like crazy tour. No, we never had like we there just we always just had friends. Like we never. Mm-hmm. Um, we never really well unless we, you know we're overseas or something but we, but uh, never any uh crazy lunatics or anything like that for for tour managers merch guys yes yeah uh, they're a breed guitar techs yes mm-hmm. uh, again oh uh, you have to tell us um god i forget his name now which one um he's on the front cover of your um train wreck he's in your video um oh dave arnold yeah. He's not on the cover of train, right? Isn't he? That's not him. Who no, is it? That's another dude named Marty. He looks similar, yeah. Similar. That's okay. not, but no, he's a, he, he was in the medicating video. That's right. Okay. Dave. That's yeah. where I'm putting Dave, all this Dave Arnold, yeah. He uh he's a trip. He's yeah. the funniest funniest uh Yeah, he he's 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 the best dude ever. He's like one of just the most naturally funniest human beings in the world, but uh yeah. um he yeah, he was he toured with us for a couple of years anyways. Um like around the time Trainwreck came out, I think, like all the Warp Tours and the Fall Out Boy Tour and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, he's doing really well. He just had a, a kid, actually, I think like three or four days after we had our daughter. Girl. They had a, no, they had a boy. <laughs> oh. they, they had a boy. They had a boy. Um, but he's uh, he's doing really well. He lives in Montreal. He's got like a, okay. a really, he's doing really, really well with uh, like custom hand painting. Uh, yeah, because he was stuff. super into art and sketching. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, Mr. Sign. Fantastic artist. Yeah, Mr. Sign. If anyone's, yeah, Mr. Sign.ca, I think is the website. And oh, okay. The shit he does is, is just fucking. Just this yeah. lost art. Yeah, yeah. What he really, does is really amazing. Cool. Just his Sharpie sketches of yeah. like characters and things. He would sketch people who were buying shirts yeah. as yeah. they were buying it. He's like, hold on a second. He'd sketch <laughs> them and give them that. Like, yeah. He Usually of them like shitting into their own mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Or something. <laughs> That was his tag, fart. Remember, just yeah, like fart I remember that one, ve- one venue in uh, Buffalo, like a, in the dresser, just like ten feet, fart. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thing where we were in St. Catharines? Was it in St. Catharines or something? We we're staying in a hotel, and we ordered pizza, and he just kept me in stitches for it was. God. Was it maybe London? Uh, or, no, Saint. Yeah, I think it was St. Catharines. Okay. Well, we we did a couple of St. Catherine shows together. Oh yeah, but my my <laughs> my favorite story. I think I've told you this story, but the people need to know. Um, I'd done a St. Catherine shows with, with you guys, and I dro- started driving home, and I ran out of gas just before oh. the sky scr- the sc- um, Burlington Skyway. Uh-huh. And as I'm pulling off, because I'm just run out of gas, there's these thug dudes in like a Civic trying to change the tire in the car. And I pulled right up behind it with no gas. And they're like obviously struggling. And I said, hey, man, if you give me a drive to the gas station and back to the car, I'll change the tire in your car. (laughs) 
and you're like, okay, and they're just just the shit coming out of their mouths. They're like stuff like, are they gonna kill me? Are they gonna knife yeah, me? Yeah. Yeah. I change the tire, put the little donut tire on. We're driving. It's fucking, and I'm in the back, right? And I'm like, are these fucking guys? Because over there by the skyway, there's those weird little half bridge, like you're driving yeah, yeah, in yeah, and it, yeah. it's almost like new jersey like swampy <laughs> like burlington street absolutely yeah and these guys are gonna and they drop me off and they're like you can go get gas in there and i'm like oh, okay great and i get a t- i get a can i pay for the can i get go to put gas in it and they're gone oh yeah they're fucking gone i'm like you motherfuckers so thanks assholes <laughs> so then i had to get a cab back to my car but sitting in the back seat of that fucking crazy fucking thugmobile I'm like I could. I, they could just. This take is me it for, for me. This is it. I'm gonna get end up in the. This swamp. is how I go. <laughs> this, is, this is my legacy. Yeah. Um, do your socks say "fuck you"? Uh, yeah, they they, they do say "fuck." Where'd okay. you get them from? I was wondering. Um, I think uh, my aunt got them for me for Christmas. <laughs> is that your aunt up in Barry Aunt? Uh, yeah, my aunt Tammy. Yeah, yeah she, Tammy. Yeah. 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 Tammy had something to do with the band a little bit, right? Yeah, she did like uh, business management, and yeah. money stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tammy's awesome, and she and uh, you know who introduced us is Paula Danielovich. I forgot mm. all about her. Mm-hmm. I, I, I forgot all about her when I did that post today to tag people in the train wreck post. I was trying to find her on Instagram. I was trying to find Paula. She's all over Facebook, and I couldn't. She's all over Facebook. Facebook, yeah, but not so much the Instagram. No, her. she's she lives half her life in Mexico. Yeah, yeah. But Paula actually also introduced me to uh, another band I work for over the summer called uh, Small Town Pistols, mm-hmm. which used to be the Wilkinsons. Oh, yeah. And I'm working for them this summer. Nice. And Paula, Paula actually puts people together. I mean, credit where credit's due. Well, she knew everybody. She knows no knew, still. Yeah, she she still hooks people up. Oh yeah. And I owe her like. I owe her a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Because I wouldn't have met you fine folks, oh. and because I'm I'm worked with her um, <clears throat> with snow. <laughs> what? Of course, the informer. Of of course, that's. I wrote a song. She managed. You snow. wrote. You wrote informer. Yeah, no, I, I didn't write. No, I wrote, wrote a song. Oh. I wish. Called informer. Fuck! If I would have wrote the fucking informer song, I wouldn't be here talking to you chumps. Yeah, that's true. God well. damn it! Um, no, I I wrote a song for the comeback snow album. And uh, how'd that go? What I made 1500 bucks, cool. Nice, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. Sorry. free money, free money. <laughs> it's like it just gave it to me. Oh, might as well, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, um, yeah, but Paula, Paula was, um, when she quit snow, I was on tour with some 41 and doing, doing tour managing for them. And she calls and she's, Are you sitting down? And I'm like, Sure, I quit snow. <laughs> Oh. Well, I saw it coming. <laughs> so that long, and Snow was really not the easiest dude to work with. Is he? Is that like? Is that guy alive? Is he? Do, is I think he's still alive, Darren. Darren. What could he possibly be doing? Uh, nothing to do with music. I don't think. Hmm. I think he's, he might be still doing music. I don't know. He just sort of falls off the earth and then be interested to know. Comes what, back. what was the guy's real name? Darren O'Brien. Hmm. Darren. Darren. You want to hear old crazy like crazy stories? Yeah, he's got crazy rock star okay. nutso really? stories. Oh yeah. All right. Why? Nuts. What did he do before? Was he like? So, did he do something else before Snow? When like, was Snow like... was the largest selling reggae song of all time when that came out. It was. Yep, nine million sold. Wow. In uh, North America, that single. <laughs> he's he wrote that song. Well, MC Shan wrote that. Song, MC Shan wrote that. Song. Who was the original Juice Crew? With Bismarcky and he'd produce all yep. these crazy things and and um, he, yeah so just to put a an idea of dollar symbols is MC Shan didn't do one show with Snow but made two million dollars from that single amazing two million take home and he's and Shan's talking about like in his car while we're driving around because he was up helping write the Snow record and he goes checks start getting down to ten grand it's like chump change. <laughs> Well, I relate. I, I, I get change. it. Change. You know, like, fuck. And he always go out and warm up his car, which was code for I'm going to go smoke crack. Awesome. Nice. And he would smoke crack out in front of Snow's house. Awesome. Man, he's probably going to kill me. Sorry, Shan. He's probably... No, he won't be hearing this. He would always say, let's steal this song. Nice. Yeah, let's steal that song. And it was like uh, the Resident Evil um, Nemesis. It was a big <laughs> game at the time. And it has the credit song. Yeah. Oh, we should do that song. 
Like, uh, doesn't someone else do that song? <laughs> nah. No, let's do it. Oh, and you go in it. and start programming his fucking sampler. Best way to write music. Oh, yeah. that's, that's all Steal I'll ever do. Yeah. yeah. He had a whole different vibe. I mean, his vibe for recording was all vibe. There's no like, well, what's going to happen? Well, fuck it. Let's just do it and let me see what happens. <laughs> I want to work with him. He, who doesn't? That is, yeah, can you let's do it? Shan and Boys Night Out. It, I'm down. Could happen. Can we put it out? We kind of do hip. You, what's your hip hop thing? Is that still the a skittle brow? Skittle brow. Oh yeah. I saw the funniest. You did something years ago. It was the funniest video where you just found out that your camera on your Mac could chroma key, and it was the moon behind it. Oh yeah. And <laughs> well, <laughs> what? There is. We were learning about was, technology. <laughs> At a young age. Is there going to be any Skittle Brows singles coming out? Man, what's ben funny is... about that is, yeah, Ben. That's who, his baby? Yeah, that's it's, it's his, his baby. baby. Yeah. Him, that's and, what ben him does. and our buddy Bob, yeah. basically, like, yeah, Ben's fuck. yeah, he's been, he's, he got, he's got like a little studio in his basement. He's mm-hmm. been writing, recording tons of stuff. Like, Oof. he's. Let's call him. Like he is. No, 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 no he. It's that, good, man. It's yeah. good. It's, it's really yeah, good. It's so he's good. a beat maker. Yeah. Oh yeah, and an awesome MC man. Like yeah. the guy puts words together. It's amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. Who knew? Who <laughs> knew? It's the weirdest thing to be a part of. Yeah. So where do you guys practice? Do you practice in this basement? <laughs> nah, that wouldn't go well no. with, the, with the people that live here. <laughs> See, I rent. Uh, okay, someone <laughs> they'd hate it. Does someone live downstairs? Oh yeah. Oh really? Oh yeah. So if I stand my feet, they'd be like, "Yeah, they'll be fine." Gonna bring this up. Noise. I'll get a text. Um, you get a rock haven. Sorry, keeping you up. Yes, you are actually. Far past my bedtime. Ten oh five, motherfucker. I know it's late for me. You go practice at Rock Haven sometimes. Yeah. 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 Another place in Burlington too. I walked by Rock Haven. Oh. I went for a walk. I went and parked at the Tim Hortons slash McDonald's. When did you? But when today I, when you I got, got here an hour town? early, so I went for a walk in Hamilton. Oh, I walked by the uh, the arrive in. Oh yeah, that looks like a bomb shelter, oh, yeah. like Planet of the Apes kind of place. But actually, we, Hamilton's looking a lot safer, a little like, looking a lot cleaner. Oh yeah, same things happening with Hamilton. It's really happening everywhere. Yeah, it's just, just totally cleaning up, right? Cleaning yeah. on. What's up. happening? Are we all making that much more money? Like, <laughs> are they just deciding, like, you know what? Maybe if we put a few more cops and tore around some crack houses, maybe we can make a little neighborhood out of well, this. Yeah. I mean, you know, as well as anybody, Hamilton's always been, like, a really cool music yeah. city. Like, yeah. It, and as well as very middle class and very yeah. working class. Yeah. Right. yeah. Now, yeah. I think more people started coming in from Toronto like and like Burlington yeah. coming in and it's ruining it. It's not far it. for you. You could walk here from Burlington. But no, it, I came from Toronto. Oh, right. But you were... Wait a minute. Your family's from Burlington. Yeah, but I lived yeah. downtown for like five years oh, yeah. in Toronto. Yeah, and moving then, out here must be a huge... That's fucking great. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Because yeah. you come out here and, and properties are less expensive yeah. and people are buying up yeah. and... Hamilton's like the the last frontier for yeah. cheap real estate. Like, for, mm-hmm. like if you're going outwards from Toronto... Heading west, like everything's mm-hmm. fucking expensive. And oh yeah, and also mm-hmm. the past, you know, the past six months to a year, whatever, the real estate's been just booming out here. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's pretty crazy. So yeah, what's the average price of a house around here? It's in three hundred. It varies, like three, mm-hmm. uh, lower than that. Like you can yeah. get good houses for like you know two eighty stuff like that. Still really? around here, yeah, two eighty, but like two eighty to oh, three and something. Get, and that's a reasonably good house with windows. Yeah, <laughs> and everything with, with some some windows. Yeah. Um, yeah. Three to, yeah, three hundred to four hundred thousand, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. I moved out to Uxbridge. I live in the country, it's considered the country, but even though there's like twenty thousand people or something mm-hmm. like that. And uh this big I don't know if you heard of the this home company like called Heathwood Homes. Mm-hmm. And they moved in across the street and put in like a these big monster houses. Okay. So where I live, it's like we have like the Brady's Bunch house mm. and then you look across and there's like these big mansions. Oh weird. And it's insane because it's all house and no property. And that's uh, kinda weird. Yeah, and I was I just I interviewed another guy, um, Toad, who used to play with Nelly Furtado mm-hmm. at his place, and it was a small little place, but it was in like um, Mississauga, that had like monster big construction sites and houses, and people would just take these nice quaint houses and say, you know, fuck it, we want more, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah. I don't know if that's a. I don't know. But that's what I, it is. That, is that society living beyond its means? Or is it just people saying, I can make money, I can afford this? Yeah. Like, I, I think it's a little of both, yeah, really. Yeah. 
I think everybody's caught up in that. It's just like, I want this because I see this. And yeah. fuck you, land. I just want my house to be huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and the other thing, too, is the, um, the fact that may, I think the banks have sort of slowed down that how credit is accured and how people oh, get money. Yeah. yeah. Even with like credit cards and things that people say, you can't just have an open carte blanche yeah. in the most literal sense of the term. Um, so y- you have to now have proof that you can make the money to pay back the money. Yeah. But uh, it still doesn't stop these big houses from being built. I, I, I would like to say in my little Mickey Mouse world that life is getting better. I buy it. I buy it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a good place to end off. Cause, sure, uh, yeah. We're getting up to 65 minutes and uh, we've had some good conversation. Can cool. hey, buddy. Well, thanks, guys, so much for being on the podcast. It was fun coming out to oh, yeah. uh, Hammer. Yeah. Hammer. You still got the hammer? Absolutely, sure. man. Are you hammer. kidding me? It's a hammer. You get hammered and hammer? Ah, well, we're sure on top of the hill, too, right? Is there, oh, like, you call yourself hillies? We're the mountain. <laughs> we're just the mountain, man. What are they called down below down there? Is that it's called something, right? Scum. Scum. <laughs> Slaves. He's, he's I live down there. He lives down <laughs> there. He's scum. There. I'm up here living the dream. Up in the hills. I tell you, man, when you see the falling rock off the hill coming oh. up the road, you're like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm, you know you've made you know, it. You've arrived. This yeah. is real. Could baby. kill you. That's right. To the top of it. <laughs> hey, do you you got a Twitter, right? I got a Twitter. What's your fucking Twitter? The Boys Night Out is B N O Boys Night Out. Do that. Yeah. And uh, check them out and go get Trainwreck. And hey, is there a place besides iTunes to get it? Like, you, I don't know. Are there record stores I anymore? I have no idea. Do they do that? Uh, we have a bunch. Yeah. yeah. Why don't get, you do that? Get, Why don't you Twitter and you can just buy it and Connor will mail it? Get RDO. Get RDO. Yeah, RDO. get RDO. What the hell is RDO? I'm a huge supporter of it. I love it so much. Did, is that something to do with Neil Young? Uh, I don't think <laughs> yeah. so. It could be. That's Pono. It's just like Spotify. It's just like it's like. Can you buy it and you buy the buy the song? Uh, Or you just have it and listen to it. Um, You buy like no, it's a subscription service. Like you pay like uh, eight bucks a month or whatever it is, and uh, but they got tons of tons and tons of great stuff. And uh, you stream it or you 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 can actually download it to your to device. Like Mm -hmm. so, I have I've got like sixty albums downloaded on my on my phone. Oh cool! Yeah, it's awesome. And it sounds good. And it sounds awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, it's totally awesome. good. Yeah, Ardio, cool. there's your plug. This yeah, is this podcast you brought to you by Ardio. Better get some commission from that. I'm gonna Ardio, Ardio. You hear from my lawyer? Fucking A's. All right, guys. Thanks. Hi, thanks. Hi, buddy. See you around. There you go, boys. Night out, everybody. Episode seven. What happened? Where did the time go? Rolling back the years. Anyways. This podcast is brought to you by FetchClass.com. FetchClass.com is a awesome teaching and learning video conferencing system. As you heard at the top of this podcast, it will allow you to join a little cool little part of awesome. You can be joined in a video conference with your student and with your teacher. You can learn. It's very secure, private. It's uh, got a built-in scheduling system. It's a sort of having an assistant on the other side of your computer screen, man. It's really cool. As well, we have a new thing going with Amazon, an affiliate program. All you have to do is go to apolog.esy.es, click on the Amazon banner, bookmark it, and when you go to Amazon and buy stuff, Go to that bookmark, and we get a little chunk of change. It's not much. It's enough to keep gas in the car. It's enough to keep things rolling along here at the podcast. I'm just a one-man show, and I have to travel to do my recordings. Nobody comes up to Oxbridge and records because I'm too far away. So, everybody, thanks so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I can tell by the numbers. I can tell by the downloads that people are kind of into it, and this kind of keeps me excited about it, too. Hope to see you next week. Next week, we have none other than Pez. Pez is a really cool dude. He does he does so many different things. He records bands. He has a recording studio. He's written a book. He deals in meditation. He goes to meditation things and and that's the thing that I'm going to we're going to get into is the meditation part. He's a great guy and we hope to see you next week again for episode 8 of the Apologue podcast. Thanks for joining in, everybody. We'll see you again. Bye.